they're human beings, they're heroes, they're superheroes, and then there's Vinita Jain. Hey, this is Mirang Manik and welcome to The Local Heroes. This is a show celebrating people, celebrating the excitement of people, celebrating the spirit of people, an ode to humanity that makes us better, that makes us the people who we are. Thank you, Vinita Jain, to be on the show. Thank and you I'm excited so much, To have a nice chat with you. Thank you so much. It's indeed a pleasure. You handle the creative aspect of Prachar, where you guys have founded it and made it India's largest uh, media house. Correct. You handle the creative part. Yes. Now, creative people are looked at in a very different way because they have different perceptions, different ideas. First question and first debatable question for all of us is that is creativity something you're born with or is it a skill you develop in life? I feel creativity is something which we are born with it. It's a natural talent. But uh, after working since last 15 years, I can say that no one has any creativity. Only the boss has a creativity. Whatever the boss says is always right. Whatever lines you write, whatever creativity you give, it's rare you will find a client who would say, oh, wow, this is what I want. They will always come up with ideas. This line and I would always say, yes, sir, the best line, I would write that. So I don't think so creativity has that kind of a living anymore. So it's like creativity rules. Uh, you've written and you've been a part of a very iconic journey for a lot of big brands. Yes, I have been. If you have to point out one moment, one moment that you said, yes, I'm in the right field. And yes, this is exactly what I was born to do. What is that moment? That great moment was, I was, uh, we, had a, we were in a panel agency of State Bank of India. I was sitting in front of the chairman, of, who was the Mr. O.P. Bhatt at that time, with his entire team, DCM, all of the people were sitting out there. And uh, suddenly at one point, I was, and I was the only lady out there. That was also one question that day. And I was saying something and I didn't think at all. Trust me when I say that I still feel that I don't know anything. Every day is a learning for me. At that point, at that day, the chairman says, this lady knows it all. Let us just listen from her and we will do what she says. And I was like, no, I don't know anything. You're a chairman saying that to me that day I said yes I have lived my life somewhere or the other because he said such a big thing to me but yes that was a very big learning for me because then there was one of the CGM who said the place where she has done MBA from everyone should go and do MBA from there and I was like I have hardly completed my graduation because I had got married at 20 after both my kids I did my studies I completed my graduation but that day the first thing I did, I went ahead, I went to NM college, I found out how to get an admission for an MBA and I completed my MBA because that one statement really hurt me. That shit, these guys feel that I'm that educated, why not take an MBA degree? So you did your MBA after having kids? I, I did my graduation after having kids because oh, I was wow. not graduated when I got married. I was in my second year. Then uh, within one and a half years, I had my daughter. Then after four years, I had my son. Somehow, I always had the thing that no, I and yes, I needed to complete the graduation because those days I didn't like sitting idle. So there were a lot of stuff that I would feel that uh, I want to do this course, I want to do this course, but all the courses required a graduation. 
that's when I feel shit. I'm lacking a graduation, and because of graduation, I can't enroll myself. That was the day I got up and went to Kalina University, found out everything, and I trust me when I did my MBA. At that point, I think I had left complete touch with education. I didn't know what maths was. There was a I found out through young students and everyone that there's a professor called Nair sir, and Andheri. And when I went to him, I know, and I said that sir, my co accounts got tuition lena. He also looked from <laughs> top to bottom that what is she talking? And the I know that the students they started laughing. All the sums I remember that the boys used to make. Big fun. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had they had a great time while I was there. While I took my four or five months of accounts tuition from him. Those were the days I always used to feel. Yeah, there are so many young girls. They're doing so much. Wish I could do something. And I really appreciate that there were young girls who are still my friends. And me being an auntie in front of them, they would still take me as one of their friends. And that's how I did so much with all of them. Did you ever feel the pressure when it came to? everything that was going on at that time in your life see of course you will always feel a pressure because as i said i am from a complete orthodox marwadi family where none of them were doing anything as such my daughter was a great support to me and whenever i would study uh, or my husband would make fun of me she was the one who would always stand up for me and she said please dad if she wants to do it let her do it you can't stop her and i still remember when i used to study and i used i was a very strict i am a very strict mother with my daughter i was over strict for her studies and all and when i started studying i realized i would not even read one page or two page and i would realize that i'm <laughs> sleeping that's when she would say mom get up study and i realized yes life gives you back she became the strict mother she then. became she was an amazing support for me for all my studies and everything so most of us have gone through this pressure in school and college Yes. Do you, what what about that pressure of continuously you know putting out such amazing work and that work needs to be better every single time. The pressure that times is really intense. I would like to share one instance when I was doing the Jan Suraksha scheme launch with Prime Minister in Calcutta. And I was sitting in Delhi and we were doing all the creatives, the cards had gone out for all the invites and this is all the ministry level which I'm telling you. So there was one point that I had a flight at 10:30 from Delhi to Calcutta and I was carrying lot of stuff which was for the next day launch. I was sitting in the minister the finance ministry's office and doing all the paperwork and how to create next day there was a full page ad which was going to be launched. There were the leaflet which were to be going. There were so many stuff. And I remember around 7:38 uh There was one lady who comes up to me and she says you don't know anything this is not how the work is done i don't want this all to be done give me 100 print out of cards now change this ad completely you are not capable of doing anything at that precise moment yes there are moments when i thought is she right i really don't know anything but then i thought rub it off it's okay you need to stand up for yourself i said and i would always say yes ma'am you are right yes ma'am you are right and i made sure that i have to prove it to her that she was wrong and i am right and i can do it next day when the pm launch was very successful i really feel they all came up to me and said venita you've done a wonderful job this launch was a success so yes there are moments and i think in uh, the places where you work if it's a ministry kind of place or if you are working under a lot of government pressure i handle more of government and psu clients 
the pressure is super immense and you just have to learn to fight from within there is no one else who will stand up with you that i can write it and tell you you've been uh, working with the government you've been working with top level management of different companies you've been working in a field that is strongly headed by men were you ever put down because you are a woman always uh what would it's happen it's always been like that whenever i would enter a meeting oh oh macca laptop leke aa gayi that was the kind of thing but then again being a woman i knew people are making comments there were many nasty comments as well which i will not be able to say it on the camera but there would be such dirty comments when you would beg an order or when you would get certain things people would get up and say it oh because she is a woman she's got that order and i would literally feel like you come in front of me and i'll tell you how i've got that order you because you literally have to work day and night there's nothing which comes free of cost there is nothing which comes without hard work if you've earned something it means you've really worked hard for it do you think if you were a man in the same role that you are right now you'd be more successful 1000% without any second i wouldn't blink my eyelid also to say yes I was having a conversation with uh, a friend and she quit her job because she was in fitness and she thought she's not getting the dues because she's a woman. No, even a lot of people agree with your with what you said right now. But doesn't that also put down young girls who want a career, who are driven, who are ambitious? So what would you want to say to them? I would always tell them work hard and stand up for yourself. That's the only motto in life. I've always stood up for myself. Irrespective of whatever anyone backlashes or whoever says anything, if you know at the end of the day, my dad always told me one thing that you have to answer yourself and I stand with that till date. If in my heart of hearts I know that I've not done wrong and I am right, that's the main thing which is counted so everyone whoever young girls want to work in any business just learn that you are standing up for yourself and you are right what is that one thing that you would say that you've been true to yourself what is that one thing that's taken you ahead because you've been true to yourself i have uh, i will not say that as a woman i have been emotional there was a small incident that uh, out of around 30 agencies we were two agencies who were shortlisted and one person had come and told me that you are the one who's got the job and so you are the one who selected and i was super joyed and all but uh, i think it happens everywhere in business but at that second moment i was called in a cabin where two of us were there and among the two of us i think only because i was a woman or i don't know what reason was it they said okay uh we will consider you for the next time as of now this ex person gets the work that day it literally broke me to pieces because i'd really worked hard for that assignment and to get that work and as fate would have had it i called that person he was on a very very higher post i called him and i said sir i want to meet you tomorrow morning I had a flight to take back at night but I refused to come by that flight I stayed in Delhi I went to that person in the morning I said sir you have to give me a reason I said I'm ready to accept that okay I didn't get the work but you have to give me a reason why I didn't get the work He said uh, Vanita for now I would say that your work has been great but for now we are not left we have to go ahead with this I said sir no I 
I'm ready. And I, you won't believe that with that higher stature of person, I was crying at that moment. I was literally in tears and I was talking to him. I said, no, sir, I cannot accept it. Okay, that was not an answer which I would have accepted. But it was really big shock to me that after 21 days, I was called and that entire campaign for three years was given to me. So yes, the one who took the work could take it for 21 days, but I took that work for three years. Most people who are working today, most couples working today, how can you and your husband, or how do you and your husband, A, work together every single day, B, take that work together at home, and how do you distinguish between home life and work life, and C, you're creative, he's media, there's static there. What happens when that static leaves the office and also creeps into the house, or something at, that's happened at home creeps you and take, comes to the office with you? That's a very nice question, Merang. And I feel that all youngsters or couples who are working together must be having issues because it's not a cakewalk. If you are husband, wife and both are working, it's really a difficult situation. I was always stubborn that I will never start any work with my husband. If I have to work, I have to start a separate unit. And that's how the creative wing of Prachar was born. And if you would say that uh, in office, the problem with men is they always feel that they can rule you, be it a home or office. And that at times was a very big problem for me because I used to feel I'm not your wife here. Listen, I'm working. But yes, slowly, slowly, I started creating a boundary for myself and that beyond this point, I will not go to him. If I have to fight for myself, I will learn to fight on my own. But then he also understood slowly and he started supporting me that, okay, this is where she will not like that I say so something. So that's how we stopped. And more than, yes, I have a habit to bring my work home, but my husband is an amazing person, never brings work home. He would never answer even a question if I was in doubt. He would always say, tomorrow morning in the office, <laughs> nothing at home. So that's how we had a work-life balance in our life. When you talk about uh, creativity, because again, you just mentioned that the creative wing of Prachar was born when yes. you came into Prachar. Yes. What happens when you are like, shit, I can't think. You have that creative block and you have to deliver something, you know, tomorrow. How do you deal with that creative block and how do you get over it? I am blessed with the best team anyone can dream of. I had two. One of them, I had to get away with her during the COVID because of personal reasons. But there's one boy called Dhaval Vyas who had just graduated and joined me. And since 15 years is still with me. Wow. I think he just understands me and I understand him. So whenever either of us have a block, I think while presentations also or for everything else, we just take it on each other very well. So I think he's my biggest support system. He takes it very well. So I don't think so that he allows to me to have a block ever in my life. You know, you are a confident person, the way you talk, the way you, where you uh, pass on your ideas, the way you lead your team. People want to work with you. How much does that confidence play that role in moving ahead in life? A lot. I said, as I said, and again, to come back to your question that as a woman, you're always put down. But only if you have your confidence, can you move ahead in life. Is that confidence also seen as overly chirpy or something that works negatively towards you? It must be working negatively, but then ignore. 
what doesn't work in my favor i've learned to ignore what happens when you get rejected what happens there have been many a times when i have lost projects who were super close to my heart so yes it really hits me very hard and it really drains me out completely to be honest those a day or two is like i just can't accept it few times how what happens i mean how do you bounce back bounce back is just uh, as i said the moment you come to the office and you see that your team members are there and they because that hard work which i have presented or everything is there so more than me it must be they who must be feeling sad so looking at all of their faces i feel like down gets get up and pull your socks for some other campaign that's how we take it ahead so is leadership something that also helps you get over rejection? i agree yes and when it comes to failure do you feel rejection for you is failure 100% rejection is a failure uh for a lot of young people failure means the end of the world okay how can you distinguish and how how do you say that okay you are failed i mean you fallen get up it's a very easy thing to say but how would you make that happen see this is a little tricky question miranga i will tell you because uh, nowadays youngsters don't have that how we see that fire in the belly because i think uh, our generation parents because the youngsters are my kids type who are 24 and 28 these youngsters nowadays you know you need to give them something to strive for if everything is served in a plate it becomes difficult so when you see that the youngster is fighting for certain things that the, that's the time when the failure doesn't hit them because then they know that yes today i have failed tomorrow i'll get up again but the moment they are super protected that's when the failure hits them and they want to sit with the failure for it i feel it's as a parent or as a colleague or a friend if you ever find someone who's failed in something and gone down always point it to them and encourage them that that's not the end of life you can still do better things maybe not this try your hand at something else because success is always there and success trust me when i say it's only hard earned no one gives success in a platter what is your advice and what is that one thing women young girls getting into the workplace like what is your advice for them my advice for them is always do right and stand up for yourself you will find lots of occasions when people will cut your legs trust me not only cut your legs there will be many a time when your tongue will be cut off you will not be allowed to speak you will be asked to just shut up you have to find a word for yourself that day and stand for yourself how much ever people may try to cut you off from everywhere if you are right you have the confidence if you can stand that's it you don't need anything beyond that till date there are men who don't allow women to work there are families who still how much ever a parent educates her daughter how much ever the girls are educated once they are married i know many of the girls once they get married they have to adhere to the norms of their family they can't work they can't go out they can't do certain things their wings are clapped how much ever i may get up and say that okay you need to have your confidence you need to stand up but no there are times when the girls are forced under pressure to stay at home and they can't work 
so it's not about work alone there are times when they have to spend years to make a standing for their own self they have to literally fight for their own self and it's not an easy battle that's when i see many of my friends who don't who are so smart but they don't have any voice to the reason being they were never allowed and you can't be a rebel the moment you become a rebel it's like uh, the marriage goes for a toss if you want to point out the toughest part of your life a part that not just broken you but once you bounce back change your perception of life change the person that you were what would that be see that would be on a negative note rather merang if i would say because uh, after doing so much work after getting all the applauds there were times when a for when a newspaper ad would give me a super happiness that oh yes my ad is released or a tv commercial would give me yes that's my tv commercial there came a point in my life that these things stopped giving me happiness and i felt like bahut ho gaya enough i just don't want to do anything i just want to leave everything and i just genuinely lived those 3 to 4 months where i said i'm not working anymore enough now what am i getting out of the work and trust me when i say this still today i question myself what am i getting from the work why am i working i've done can i work. answer your question why you should keep going yes it's please. a very simple question why are you here on this couch why are you here on this podcast why are you here in general you're here because throughout your life you may have done a lot of stupid things which we obviously are not going to get into because uh, <clears throat> whatever reason <laughs> but you've also done so much that lights a candle and that candle guides a lot of people you spoke about your team member having what working with you for 15 years do you think he'd stay in one place for 15 years if it weren't for you if he didn't respect you didn't look up to you and you didn't inspire him do you think that you could be a leader if people under you weren't inspired by you see i won't take all the credit man no, trust not the credit. me but i somehow really feel that life just goes on and we have to learn to sacrifice and compromise i want to point out the part which you said that you were you're questioning the fact that why should i go on yes this i still need question we need you we need you thank you so much and, and i hope this keeps me up all the time whenever i have that doubt it's you who's going to come to my mind and i'm please, going to please yes. keep calling us i will do that thank Talk you so much inspiration and i'm not going to i'm cutting you off when you saying thank you because i'm not doing anything i'm just stating the facts if you are to point out three people that you look up to three people that inspired you and three people who are responsible like make the person that you are who are these three people and why one is my set of parents my father always said you are a boy i don't know in those days and age it was more about girls and it's not that i'm the only daughter we were four sisters we were one brother i'm the youngest i was a spoiled brat of my dad i was everything but my father would always say that you are like my son you are my son until he passed off i know that i did everything what a son would do for him So yes, uh, first and foremost, it's my parents who I did. Then there was a minister, Miss Meeti Irani. I would like to say she has really inspired. The kind of guts she has to scold and get her work done. I've met many ministers, to be honest. I've never seen anyone that she has a work. Suppose Mirang, she knows she has a work from you. 
she'll never think that she's a minister and she'll ask her PA. She picks up the call and she says, Mirang, I want this work to be done. And again, she is among all men. Yes. She is among vultures yes. and bulls and she is standing up yes. for herself. So those are the kind of people. Then I have one of my sister, my first cousin. I, she also has been from an orthodox family, a similar household, having kids, having done everything. But still she is standing for herself. And my bigger support sister, my husband. Goes without saying, without him I wouldn't be where I am today. Do you sometimes feel that uh, that you wish you didn't come from a conservative background? No, I don't feel that way. Because I think every every step of our life is already destined. And if we are doing certain things certain way, I think I was made to do that way. But I would really like to bring a change in our orthodox Marwadi culture someday and I would write something about it. It's really there in me. What is that one thing you want to change? That if you, the first thing you'd like to change? That the moment a daughter goes to a household, she is not only a daughter-in-law. Please take her as your daughter as well. That's the most important thing in our Marwadi households, I feel. I would really like to change. That is actually something which would really change the whole balance of yes. the life and system Yes, the day start feeling that she's also a part of the house, I think things would change. That's the most important thing. You've started a new venture. You've moved on from just advertising and you've got into something which I'm going to let you talk about instead. My question is that this has nothing to do with your present scope of work. Correct. It also has a very unique name to it. Baby Mom. How did this jump happen? Was it an opportunity you saw? Was it something that's in the back of your head? Because it clearly is not an extension to the work that you do. I agree. So we have come up, uh, I and Himani, she, or rather I call her my boss, to be very, very honest with you guys. She's my she, boss too, because I'm married to her. Yes, but she is an amazing, super passionate girl, a 28-year-old girl. I salute that woman. She is a super woman for me, trust me when I say that. She is the co-founder of the Baby Mo, which we both are running as of now. Uh, last November, I and my husband were sitting and discussing on some baby products and baby stuff and all. So the kids in my house, my son and other kids came up with kicks and crawl. So they are doing very well. But I always felt there is a vacuum in this field when it comes to masses. The moment I would see my receptionist sitting with a full nine months stomach and I would realize now she is not she is not able to go and buy and the kind of market which is there I wanted to bring a market which is economical where everyone is able to do a purchase and yes again you may blame my gender but trust me baby moves a kind of brand which we have come up with we don't want to make it a boy and a girl kind of a thing we want to keep it as an equal. So this is a passion which we are living and we really want to take it to each and every household because we are not compromising on quality, but we want to give it at the best price. For each and every parent out there who is listening, please log on to www.wavingmo.in. Yes, I'm doing a publicity of my own brand. Do check it out and you will find that we have the best stuff.
what is success to vinita jain how does vinita jain define success success to me is hard work success to me is like i have made it that happiness which i have is unbelievable that is success for me and the day i know yes i have gained it through my hard work and not through anyone else that gives me the happiness that's success for me okay and my last question i just put people on the spot and ask them this you put me on spot quite a number of times <clears throat> by the way but this this is for a good cause i promise you okay you're in a dark room okay there's only one spotlight that's on you you can't go anywhere the only way you can leave is by giving people one piece of advice like your life depends on it what is that piece of advice oh my i would love to stay in this room only i would just request for a cup of coffee and a book and i'm good to go i don't need anyone else okay that was a googly back on me <laughs> but <laughs> so i'm ready to stay here so as you can see i don't need anything to get out from here Okay, but they need your advice. What about that? So People I said, just this. take a cup of coffee, chill, relax your mind, read a book, and all your problems are answered. Whichever book it is, the day you have any questions, the answers are there in those books. I strongly believe that.